0: Welcome back to today's episode of Live, Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. I got an email yesterday that caught my attention. I was so grateful to receive it. And the more I read, the more pleased and heartbroken I became. It, It comes under the Department of Justice banner from the Office of United States Attorney John W. Huber, District of Utah. And the headline reads, Department of Justice charges unprecedented number of elder fraud defendants nationwide and launches Hotline. Sub-headline, 20 defendants charged in District of Utah cases. Uh, It continues. Dateline, Salt Lake City. U.S. Attorney John W. Huber of Utah joined Attorney General William P. Barr, who we heard from in the last segment, uh, FBI Director Christopher A. Ray, and Chief Postal Inspector Gary Barksdale today in announcing the largest coordinated sweep of elder fraud cases in history. This year, prosecutors charged more than 400 defendants, far surpassing the 260 charged in cases as part of last year's sweep. In each case, offenders allegedly engaged in financial schemes that targeted or largely affected seniors. This last sentence absolutely breaks my heart. In total, the charged elder fraud schemes caused alleged losses of more than $1 billion. The types of schemes that people are engaged in here is that they're taking advantage of uh, our grandparents. Sometimes they're taking advantage of our widowed grandmothers. You know, those lonely hearts type schemes, uh, when someone later in life finds themselves yearning for the attention and affection of another. Well, there are monsters out there who would take advantage of that. And I'm pleased to learn uh, that U.S. Attorney for the District of Utah, John Huber, is on the case and is engaged in work to bring some of that uh, evil acting to an end. He joins us on the line now. Sir, I'm grateful to you for your work and your time here on the program today. How are you?
1: Hey, Lee. It's great to be on the program. And, you know, I was intrigued to hear you say that it breaks your heart, uh, and it certainly does, but it also breaks the bank. A billion dollars in the U.S. economy stolen by people who target our seniors and our elders yeah, this is just very troubling con- uh, conduct that the attorney general has very strong feelings about. You know, he says we're fed up with it as Americans with these constant barrage of scams. Well, I'm fed up with it, too. And so we've taken it seriously this last year and really concentrated some of our efforts to, to hold accountable those who are uh, coming after our senior members.
0: Talk to us a, a little bit about the nature of your efforts. How, how do you, you know, it's a special type of crime, it, it takes a special type of investigation to root it out. What is it that you are doing in your office, sir?
1: Well, you know, one sad aspect of living in Utah, as beautiful and a wonderful place as it is, is we have a fraud problem in Utah. And we've talked about that several times on uh, the KSL programs and uh, spent some time focusing on it. Well, this is a particular variation of the fraud problem we have in Utah. And so our law enforcement partners know, through our training and outreach and discussions with them, that if we have victims who are targeted because of their age and because of their vulnerability, that makes it to the top of our uh, stack of cases. So we prioritize them. We also dedicate particular prosecutors to work with dedicated agents from these important agencies to go out and find uh, the offenders. We've spent a lot of time talking with victims uh, through uh, tele-town hall uh, programs through the AARP, through meetings at the different university campuses where we invite seniors to come and learn how not to be a victim. And we've talked to law enforcement. We've taken our show on the road, and we've taught detectives and investigators throughout the state the signs to look for to help protect these senior members of our
0: communities. This type of fraud, it relies on trust and confidence. And here in the state of Utah, we are a trusting people. We do have confidence in our neighbor. Are we or are the elderly here in Utah uh, disproportionately susceptible to this type of crime, would you say?
1: Well, I would. I, you, you are correct that one of our great traits and attributes is our trustworthiness and our kindness and our willingness to, to help a neighbor. Uh, that is certainly turned against us in these types of offenses. But I would not say, Lee, that we are different than other places in the country. You know, we... We had 400 cases throughout the country, we had four of those uh, with 20 defendants here in Utah. This is a national problem, and you know, frankly, one of the reasons why the Attorney General uh, made this a, a top priority for all of us, all the U.S. Attorneys, is because he was involved in one. Someone stole his identity, used his photograph to convince uh, people to donate money to a fake cause that was being stolen and it came to his attention. and. And when he learned that uh, people, because of their trusting nature in America, in the United States, uh, were being defrauded, uh, it, it really got his ire up. And he made it clear to us that this is something that we're going to put to the top of the list.
0: And you've done exactly that. Last year, when I first became aware of the attorney general's experience being uh, essentially uh, a party to fraud in this fashion, uh, that was at a press conference where it was announced that 260 defendants had been charged. And this year, uh, the announcement is 400. So kudos to you for rooting out even more of these evildoers. You mentioned four such cases here in the state of Utah, uh, 20 total defendants. Uh, Can you talk to us a little bit about the nature of these cases, sir?
1: Yes, I will. And in your introductory remarks, you really captured the essence of the frauds. There's two main types. One is the romance uh, scam, where people will play upon and prey upon the loneliness of elderly members of our community, our family members, you said our aunts, our grandmas, and things like that. And in those cases, typically it is a female victim who is uh, focused upon. So that's one way that the fraudsters and scammers will prey upon us is to look for our loneliness and use it against us. The other big category of fraud that we're talking about here is Affinity fraud. Affinity is a fancy way of saying friends or family. And we see that in these four cases that we have brought that are all pending. And, uh, you know, we need to prove these cases still in court. Of course. But uh, affinity, you're exploiting the relationship that you have as a neighbor, as a friend, uh, as a family member to convince someone to trust you and to give you money and promise you big returns and rewards that never, ever come. Uh, In most of these cases, they're called Ponzi schemes where they take investment money from somebody and then give it to another and say that this is your gain in order to recruit others into it. Before you know it, you have hundreds, sometimes thousands of victims who have fallen into this affinity scheme, this Ponzi scheme.
0: We have just a a quick moment left, sir, and we're we're speaking with U.S. Attorney for the District of Utah, John Huber, who uh, has, along with his office, announced that here in the state of Utah, there have been four uh, cases resulting in charges, 20 total defendants, all of them revolving around this unfortunate uh, tactic used by evildoers to defraud uh, the elderly. It is an effort undertaken uh, not just here in the District of Utah, but also across the country, uh, led by Attorney General William Barr. uh, uh, also, the FBI director, for, uh, director Chris Ray, uh, and it is a, a large nationwide effort to root out and put a stop uh, to elder fraud. While I have you in this last uh, 30 seconds, sir, can you help me and and listeners uh, know just a few of the signs to look for to make sure that the elderly folks in our lives uh, are are have a, just a little bit of help from us uh, so as not to fall victim to to these types of frauds.
1: Absolutely. We just have to be good listeners and good communicators. When someone calls and asks us if they should listen to this, uh, the U.S. Marshal called me and wants money, the IRS called me and wants money, we need to help them appreciate those are fake calls. We also just need to use the good old common sense that if it sounds too good to be true, well, then it probably is not true. And, Lee, you know, as we wind up here, This is a message that that I would share often when I talk about this topic, and that is this. We have vulnerable members of our community. Sometimes those are children, but in this case, they are our seniors. And you know what, we don't defraud our elders. We revere our elders. And nothing can motivate us more in law enforcement than when you take advantage of someone like that who has given their all to build up this country that we now benefit from, to now take advantage of them, that's a great motivator. We will hold those people accountable.
0: Leave it at that, Mr. Huber, sir, I'm grateful to you for your time, your work on this, and uh, you know, for whatever it's worth, if ever I can be a, of assistance, if these airwaves can help in your fight against this type of fraud, uh, you've got the number you call time.
1: We'll take you up on that, Lee. Thank you very much.
0: Excellent. Thank you, sir. Again, U.S. Attorney for the District of Utah, John Huber, engaged in an incredible effort to root out uh, and prosecute elder. Fraud. It's a terrible, terrible thing. Uh, I hate that we have to spend time on it, but it's a reality, and they are important members of our community, and we need to protect them, and I'm grateful to the work uh, of John Huber for, for bringing that about, as well as those uh, in his office. In the next segment, we are going to turn our sights back on Super Tuesday. We're going to talk about some exit polls. Fascinating information revealed as folks left the polling place uh, yesterday on Super Tuesday here in Utah and beyond. That's coming up next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.